In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 12 through 16, where we will find out what happens if God's people pray. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 12 through 16 says, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon in the night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command the locust to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. This is one of those passages of scripture that you hear during times of national crisis. And it doesn't really matter what nation you're in, but since I'm an American, I normally hear people talk about this passage of Scripture when the United States is in some sort of national trouble or some perceived trouble. That's a problem, though, because this passage, very specifically, is the Lord speaking to Solomon about Israel after the temple had been dedicated for use by the people of Israel. It's when God is promising Israel that he is going to be there in their midst and that he will answer their prayers because he is among them. Here are three thoughts from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 12 through 16. Thought number one, specific to Israel. This promise is very specific. It's very specific to the people of Israel. And the Lord is telling them that if they are faithful in serving him, if they are faithful in worship, then he will hear their prayers when they ask him for help. Notice that when they are praying to him for help, it is when he has shut off the rain. It is when he is pronouncing some sort of judgment or difficulty upon them. There is no such promise made for any other nation in the history of the world. This is a promise made for the people of Israel while the Lord dwells with them in the temple. Thought number two, context of discipline. It is when the Lord is disciplining the people of Israel that he will hear their prayers that are made in faith from the temple. And it has this idea that at times, Israel, because this is a long part of their history, at times, Israel is going to worship other gods. And when Israel worships other gods, the Lord disciplines them to bring them back around to faithful service to him. We see this all throughout the prophets. We see this all throughout the books of history, that Israel rejects God, worships other gods. God sends some form of discipline, usually accompanied by a prophet, to prompt the people to repent from their idolatry or lack of faithfulness and return to faithful service to the Lord. It's very obvious that this is a call 
for repentance for the people of Israel when they are rejecting God by their various activities. Thought number three, conditional promise. This doesn't come out in the verses that I shared. If you were to continue through the end of the chapter, what you would see is that this promise is conditional. It's conditional upon that repentance. So the promise is that the Lord would dwell with the people of Israel forever, provided that they repent when he disciplines them. But we know, because we have the scope of Israel's history written for us in the text of Scripture, we know that there are times when Israel is disciplined by God, that they fail to repent. So the Lord moves from disciplinary action into judgment. The promise is so simple. If you would pray and repent, in return, the Lord would heal the land of Israel. The tragedy is that the people of Israel fail to do so. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading, 2 Chronicles chapters 6 through 10. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.